Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Well, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. We are recording. Hey guys, welcome back to the We Watch Movie Podcast. I am Mike. I am by my lonesome today, all alone. Just me, myself, and I. Uh, no Jay today. Uh, but we did want to get something out today. We're not going to have a Friday night fight tonight. And it's review day. Nudie magazine day. Nudie magazine day. Uh, the video version of this will be on our Patreon uh, for everybody uh, in the $3 tier and up to watch. And uh, this will be on the podcast. This is probably where you're listening to it right now. But a couple movies that I watched last night that I wanted to talk about. Uh, and again, the reason we're not having a Friday Night Fights tonight is because uh, just a lot of a lot of shit going on. Uh, my daughter's turning five. My wife and I are having our 14th year anniversary uh, Valentine's Day, you know, all that stuff. So, um, no Friday night fights tonight, but did want to talk about some cool stuff that happened. Well, kind of cool stuff that happened. So, available to rent on VOD are both of these movies that I'm going to talk about today. The first one is Willie's Wonderland, and we did a trailer reaction for this. And I just, I just, by the way, had McDonald's spicy chicken nuggets and hot sauce. So not only am I full of fucking sodium uh, and deliciousness, but I also feel disgusting. And uh, the hot sauce is actually semi-spicy. Not like hot, but like good spicy. I like stuff really spicy. Enough to make my, uh, my shits and my faces, my sinuses go a little bit leaky weird. So that was gross. Never turn on a podcast and they're like, my son is just leaky weird. It's just an awkward start, you know? But that's just me. It's who I am. Anyway, Willie's Wonderland. Nicolas Cage does not talk in this movie. We thought maybe he wouldn't from the trailer. There's a lot of grunts. There's a lot of screaming. But you have Nicolas Cage in a low-budget film, and you don't have him talk. That's one thing. So he's just driving on the road one day. I'll keep this spoiler free, but there's really no spoilers. I mean, there's just really almost no spoilers whatsoever for Willie's Wonderland, which is available now. He's driving. He hits some spikes. The sheriff in the movie is the lady from, uh, I'm seriously beginning to doubt your commitment to sparkle motion from Donnie Darko. She's a great actress. She's been in a ton of stuff. We'll get to her. But she's the sheriff of this town. He, he hits some road spikes. This redneck dude from this redneck town picks him up in a tow truck. It's like, hey, we only take cash. We don't take credit card. We ain't got no internet. 
Nicholas Cage like puts his card back in his wallet and he just stares at him. The guy's like, you ain't got it, do you? Because it was going to be like $1,100 or something to fix his car. They're fucking him over. And it's funny because Nicholas Cage just looks at him and just stares at him. He's like, you ain't got it, do you? And then he's like, well, how do you feel about working it off? And Nicholas Cage just goes. But, you know, even the slight movements of his head, you can hear his leather jacket like. And uh, so long story short, he goes to Willie's Wonderland. The guy's getting ready to reopen the shop. It's a Chuck E. Cheese. There's a bunch of animatronic stuff in there. It's creepy ass looking place. And uh, just like the trailer says, he gets locked in there for the night. And uh, the guy just wants him to clean it. And he's like, hey, you clean this place up for me by morning. I'll have your car fixed up for you. And uh, we'll have you back on the road. And he agrees to it. He puts on the Willy's Wonderland shirt. He starts cleaning. And then as you see in the trailer, the animatronics start coming to life and attacking him. And then Crazy Cage goes crazy and starts to murder them back. And it's, it's exactly it's exactly exactly what you saw in the trailer. There's three stages of this movie for me. Number one is the concept. 10 out of 10. Amazing concept. Nick Cage trapped in a Chuck E. Cheese's Five Nights at Freddy's situation with a bunch of animatronics trying to kill him. I love it. That's great. Then the trailer. Mm, a little bit compared to that, it's a little bit disappointing. Knocks it down a little bit, you know? Uh, even though we like the trailer, I thought it looked good still. And then there's the movie. Uh, and it's just, I'm pretty disappointed with the movie. Because the Nicolas Cage not talking thing is not that bad because I get where Nicolas Cage is at in his career. That may be the only reason he accepted this role is because he wanted to do something different because he's done fucking everything, man. He's Nicolas Cage. Uh, he's done it all. So for him to do a role, it's like, I'm going to be silent. I'm just going to, I'm not going to use my mouth at all until I'm screaming and killing things. And I'm just going to un unleash rage on a bunch of stuff. That's a really cool concept for him. And I don't really hate it that bad because they still, he still does an amazing job in the movie. Like Nicolas Cage is the movie. You take Nicolas Cage out of this movie and it, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's a hot box of poopy. Okay. It's a hot box of poopy. And I'm not trying to be mean, but everybody else in the movie, um, just not, not good at all. There's, there's this, there's this subplot with these teens and this town. And the explanation of kind of why these animatronics come to life, which is nothing new at all, uh, about a billion plot holes. And uh, standard thing, every single person in this movie is is just dumber than a box of rocks. I mean, every single one of them. There are a thousand ways out of their situation. But just to move the plot forward, nobody thinks for five seconds, you know, except for Nicolas Cage. And that's just because he's fucking weird. The good things about this movie... Well, I'm not done with the bad things about this movie. Shit. The bad things about this movie is I feel like I feel placated to like I feel and I hate saying this when you talk about movies because look, this is supposed you know the premise. You know this is gonna be a dumb, dumb movie that's just supposed to be entertaining, a fun, as they say, junk food horror flick. And it is that fine, but it actually could have been way better. Like I feel like they I feel insulted in a way like my intelligence is insulted because they were like, we don't need to give these people anything interesting. Uh, we don't need to do anything special here. We're giving them Nick Cage. We're giving them violence and we're giving them 80s music and synth music and 80s horror nostalgia. And we don't need to try at anything else to do anything else. And I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of over movies doing that. 
it seems like the horror genre now leans way too much on oh just throw some stranger things bullshit in there they'll eat it up you know it feels like that you know how people get mad in marvel movies when it's our star wars movies or whatever when the director feels like he's he's um just providing too much fan service like shoving it in it and it almost makes you feel like dirty and uncomfortable and used that's how i feel as a horror fan watching this like it was cool at first when movies started to do that and the nostalgia was neat but way too many people are going for that jugular right now uh that the neon lights the purple like how many the fucking between mandy and nicholas cage movies alone mandy the colors out of space like we got to put the purple lights down okay i have no problem with purple lights i have no problem with synth music i have no problem with the 80s thing and those movies are different because you know, Mandy has some some wild shit going on there, and Color Out of Space was different too. Those are probably bad examples. I'm just saying because they're Nick Cage movies. Um, it just seems to me like on the lower the lower spectrum of these movies isn't trying at all, and and, and it felt like this was. It just felt like oh they'll eat it up, man. It's like when people do these things for slasher movies. Um, just because people love the elements that are there of Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth doesn't mean that with your slasher movie or your fan film or whatever, you shouldn't try to do something different. Push the needle for a little bit, you know, instead of just going, I know what they want. We're just going to give them the, the same old boxed lunch. You know, it's like in summer school when I was in summer school every single day, bag of lunch. I was in summer school one year because I'm, I'm a dumb bastard who didn't try very hard, but and it was always a sack lunch. That's how I feel like sometimes when I watch these VOD movies that are supposed to be fun, you know that they're not supposed to be taken seriously. And then you go to watch them and it just feels like the same old sack lunch. The sloppy Joes. I heard you like them extra sloppy. Anyways, I just felt a little bit like almost insulted by that. Even though I knew this movie is not supposed to be anything serious. I know it doesn't, doesn't have anything to say and I don't need it to. But there was so much space for them just to put a little bit of effort in. And they just thought people don't care. Give them the 80s music. Give them the lights, give them the synth, give them the violence. That's all they need. And the violence isn't even that great. When these things start attacking, the camera work's not good. The camera work's all over the place. Um, every single shot's an extreme fucking close-up like Wayne's World. And uh, onto the good things, man. Nick Cage is fucking awesome. The guy could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves without even speaking. I loved him. He was fucking great. Um, and... The reason he was great is because, A, he, he showed you just how he can convey emotions without going crazy, uh, or without going crazy with the, uh, uh, any kind of verbal cues or anything like that. It's, 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 it's a total physical performance by him, and he did it awesome. The best parts of the movie, the only things that stand out that make this more than uh, a 20-minute music video are literally the little scenes where Cage is able to expand a little bit. Like, So he goes in there, and he's... <laughs> he's cleaning the place and it's so weirdly like satisfying to watch him clean this place up. I would have watched a movie of two hours of him cleaning this entire place up. Cause the place is disgusting. And he just not, he goes in there and like his, his alarm goes off like every hour and he has to chug an energy drink. I don't know if he does that. There's no reasoning behind it. It's never explained. I think there's something that maybe you can pick up on. I won't get into that cause it'd be spoiler territories, but uh, it's never explained at face value. But a, a big chunk of this movie is is him cleaning this place up. And you watch him with the mop, literally cleaning, just silence and the sounds of cleaning going on, other than the weird uh, Chuck E. Cheese music that comes on every once in a while. Cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the mirrors. Weird, 
weird, weirdly satisfying thing. Someone should start a cleaning channel on YouTube. Like they have these uh, ASMR and all these satisfying videos. Someone should go places that are really dirty, get paid to clean them, but then take the camera and just not speak. Just go in and clean the place. As long as you have someone really interesting to watch do it, because I don't know why I was really into watching him clean this place up. It's weird. And it's, I feel like it happened by accident, but um, he, he has these scenes where he plays pinball and it's weird when that, when that clock goes off, he's gone. I don't care if he's in the middle of a fight with someone. He just silently walks off, goes in the kitchen and chugs an energy drink. And then he plays pinball. But there's a scene where this music's going crazy and he's playing pinball and he's literally just like freestyle dancing. And I'm like, like he's doing like all the weird shit. And while he's playing pinball, he's like, oh, oh, like just making crazy cage faces. It's fucking awesome. That five to six minutes of the film, fucking genius, you know? And, and, and literally the film lives off of it because there's just nothing else there. I, I mentioned earlier the, uh, the kids that are outside trying to get into the factory, the factory, trying to get into the place because of all this other spoilery stuff that really just trust me, you don't care. It's a terrible story. They're all, um, you know, I'm sure the actors and actresses are fine, but the characters are just so God, like fucking gag me with a spoon. Like I've seen this shit in 800 goddamn billion horror movies by now. Can you just try to just add a different layer onto the people? I know it's a, I know it's supposed to be a dumb movie and I know it's supposed to be dumb fun, but it's not fun when I have to watch these annoying ass fucking characters talk for 30 minutes and just be so goddamn one note. Like they're all so fucking every slasher movie you've ever seen. They're the exact, I know it's not a slasher movie, but they're the exact same fucking group of kids. Like Christ. Put down the crown and write something a little bit better than that. That's all I'm saying. Just a little bit better. Put something fucking interesting in there for these kids. And anyways, they go in and they're just there to die. Uh, they're there so you have a few people who you can watch the monsters kill because you can't kill Nick Cage. But the problem, the main problem I have is when the fights happen and like they're every so often, he'll start cleaning. One will come out to attack him. He'll go to start cleaning again. The fights are just like, they just, there's nothing cool to them. Uh, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> Every single time they walk up to him, they start to attack him. They say some dumb shit. The lines aren't even that good. Nicholas Cage rips one of their arms off and beats him to fucking death with it. Or he picks up their head and he smashes it until black goo goes everywhere all over him. Same exact thing you saw on the trailer. Just different variations of it five or six times throughout the movie. There's just there's no good uh, action in those scenes at all. And again, it's one of those things like it feels like they're going, no, this is enough. This is all they need. We don't need to try to do anything special here. They'll eat this shit up. These fucking whore people love this shit. Make sure you put on the 80s, you know, rock song while it happens. And it just, it feels lazy. Um, but overall, because of Cage and because of how fun he was to watch on the screen and because of the cool, wacky-ass premise, I like that. Um, I'm going to give the movie a five and a half because it's worth watching. Uh, I just I just wish it was a 20-minute music video. If it was a 20-minute music video, it would have been a 10. Uh, so Willy's Wonderland, ultimately disappointing. I do recommend watching it, though, if you're a huge Nick Cage fan like I am, just for the Nick Cage in there. He is worth it. And I just fucking feel like he deserves better, man. These things make me so mad, because and he's a producer on this, too, but I, he just he deserves better. Like He is a great fucking actor. A great fucking actor. One of the greatest actors of our, our time. And I just don't know why 
he can't do some of these movies every once in a while, but then do something big and get a get a great role uh, to remind us that that he can be taken seriously too. I don't know why that doesn't happen uh, as often as it should. I don't know. I don't know. But Willie's Wonderland's a 5.5 for me. Hey guys, Mike here. And instead of doing a traditional ad, I thought it would be fun for us to use that ad space time and instead tell you about our Patreon. Something that you can get way more of stuff that you care about out of. I think it's pretty awesome. We have several tiers on our Patreon. Uh, there's a link down below of wherever you're listening to this too, or you can just go to patreon.com slash we watched a movie. We have multiple tiers where you get either a monthly commentary that's only available to you guys that you all get to vote on. Uh, there's a tier where there's just tons of extra videos behind the scenes, unedited stuff, trailer reactions that don't go on YouTube. Uh, there's probably shitloads i don't know there's a there's a buttload of, of of backlogged content on there that we've been doing over the past four years just for patreons there's a tier where you can get a personal message from any of our characters from loomis to leatherface to Slenderman. there's a tier where you get to pick a movie that you want us to review or do a commentary for there's all sorts of shit on there there's a tier where you get an autographed picture of either me and jay or michael and loomis and i'm in the process now of coming up with old school blockbuster style membership cards so that's just some of the stuff a taste of the stuff that you get on our patreon uh, you guys support us you keep the channel going we don't have to worry about all the youtube bureaucratic bullshit because of our patreons and we really appreciate them so if you guys want to support us in a most awesome bodacious way and get really really cool shit for it just go to patreon.com slash we watch movie love your fucking faces and i hope you all have good sexual experiences this week uh, I was ultimately disappointed with it. Uh, I just, I don't know. It feels like there's, when it feels like there's a template for something, you know, when it's at Walmart, it's not cool anymore. Like when you're in school, like they had a clothing line that everybody was wearing. You find it at Walmart? Oh, okay. Shit's not cool anymore. I can finally afford it. And that means that it's not cool anymore. And that's kind of feels where we're, we're going with this version of horror movies. You got to do something new now. Um, it's not enough to just be like, oh, look how wild and crazy we are. We don't care. We're going to do some weird shit. You got to still make a good movie to follow it up with. And, you know, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. It's really, really not what I would hope was hoping it would be. The, t the template's there, and it's everything the trailer says it is. But literally, like, and that's kind of it. Other than a few scenes of Nick Cage dancing and watching him clean, uh, most of what you came for is already in that five-minute trailer. Okay, so moving on to the other thing that I wanted to talk about today was St. Maud, which is also available to rent now. Um, didn't get a screener for this one. I guess they felt that we weren't the right audience for their movie because we're this is the complete opposite of Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> you go from like schlocky like horror movie that you know is Willy's Wonderland, and then you go jump on the other side to the A24 elevated horror movie which i don't like that term as much as anybody else doesn't like it i think it's stupid but you know what i'm saying the the fancy you know horror film two uh, completely opposite of each other movies and you know i'm not i'm not really in the camp of either one i just I always want to see a good movie and that by the way that was the one thing about willie's wonderland that made it the worst is that there no no scary scenes not one time those animatronic things were not scary at all they were kind of just annoying they would pop out and say some dumb shit and move around and you're just like god i just don't like your fucking face like you're not scary you're not freaky 
you're no, and nowhere near the realm of that. I just, I just want to hit you in the fucking face. And maybe that was the point because you got to watch Nick Cage rip, rip them all off. But yeah, that was the worst part. But anyway, Saint Maud. Saint Maud is about this uh, a really religious kind of hospice care worker, and I could be wrong about the exact terminology of of her job, but she is a you know late in people's lives nurse she's seen a lot of death as they as they say here and she's recently um converted to a hardcore religious perspective and she's super 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 religious and has a really uncomfortable feel sort of sexual even though they don't say it is relationship with god and the movie starts with her talking to god and she's like hey I know that you have more purpose for me than this. I'm just waiting for the sign. She goes and she's helping this ex-dancer who has leukemia and is on her deathbed. And she's supposed to be working with her. And, um, you know, this this ex-dancer is a, 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 she's, she's a partier. She's a hardcore partier. Uh, she's a very socialite type person. She has all really fancy friends over. Uh, but she's, you know, really late stage um, cancer. And she's really bad off, you know, she'll, when they come over, she'll put on the wig and she'll do up the whole thing, but she's actually in, in, in pretty bad shape. Um, and Maud is taking care of her and they have a couple conversations about religion. And then Maud decides at some point that, Oh, this is my purpose for my crazy weird religious stuff that I usually just keep to my own bedroom. My purpose is to save her soul. So uh, Amanda is the name of the lady that she's taking care of. She's played by Jennifer L.A. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right or not, but she has a face of someone that you've seen before. Uh, she she really has like uh, uh, she she just looks like you know the kind of lady who wins Oscars. <laughs> you know she just has that face. I can't pinpoint exactly who it is that she reminds me of. She really looks like somebody that's that's super famous that's won a lot of Oscars. Uh, uh, not Meryl Streep, but fuck me in the face. I can't think of who it is. Uh, comment down below if you if you guys know who I'm thinking of that she reminds you of. But anyways, Maud is played by a Morphid Clark. Uh, they're both amazing in the movie. They're both awesome. I mean, the acting is top notch. Maud goes through some shit in this movie, and that requires some really physical acting from her. And she scared the shit out of me and there's no special effects it feels like here it feels like this is her like fucking freaking out and doing the shit that she does and it's done really really well but anyway so she decides that it's her job to save amanda's soul and that's why god put her there so she starts putting all her fucking crazy on amanda and i'm telling you her crazy is a special goddamn level of crazy there's at one point where she loses kind of her faith because of some stuff. I won't walk you guys the entire movie. So I want you to be able to watch it for yourself. Cause I'll say this, it is worth absolutely watching. Um, but it's your typical a 24 film. It's very slow. There's, there's a fucking dude in the back of the violin the entire time. Uh, it's slow, but it's actually really interesting. It's just a very, very dark place to spend a couple hours. You're not going to have fun. You're not going to feel like, you know, you just watched fucking old school or Anchorman after you watch this. You know, you're going to want to watch some cartoons before you go to bed after you see this, basically. It's one of those movies. Very, very dark place to spend two hours. But she she decides that it's it's her job to take care of her, and when things don't go right at one point, because Maude doesn't, or not Maude, but Amanda doesn't believe in any of this shit. So she's leading her on a lot of the time. She's like, yeah, you're going to save my soul, whatever. Um, and then Maude tries to like get involved with her life and push away all these people. Then she finds out it says real fucked up scenarios. When things don't go right for Maude, though, is where shit starts to get 
Woohoo! She loses her faith for a second because you can tell she's waffly as shit. She's either hardcore burning herself in the kitchen because she feels like she displeased her God or literally orgasmic heaving in the kitchen because she feels God's presence. Fucking buku, wacko, movie of the week type shit. Nut bar. Um, about God, she is. So, but when she when she goes away from God, you're like, oh shit, go back. Go back to, go back to, you know, you're fucking crazy level seven because now you're at about a 32. When she goes away from God, you see why she is that way because <sighs> talk about someone that does not interact well in public. It's scary. There's a scene in the middle of this movie where she decides to go out in public and she's like, fuck it. You know, she doesn't say that, but you get the sense that she's like, fuck all this shit. Didn't go my way. I'm going to go do some bad shit. And she goes out in public and tries to like be naughty in a way. And it is woo, uncomfortable. I mean, Shibba jibby. You don't want none. I'm talking about jerking dudes off in a hallway in the corner under the exit sign. Weird shit. That's literally a thing that might happen. Um, but it gets fucking weird and uncomfortable. And you're gonna <laughs> yikes. Um, anyways, she eventually is gonna pull out, and you know she's gonna take a left into crazy town, and it's gonna go Gnarls Barkley. Uh, and she does and she has a freaky sense about her so you're actually scared of her just the way that she presents this character and the way she acts you, you're scared of her she's weird super fucking weird man <laughs> you're scared of what she's gonna do next and she gives you good reason to be she does not disappoint you saint Maud is a really well acted movie it's a24 it's all the fixings of an a24 film it's got all the weirdness all the weird scores everything going on there happening for it. And uh, I really liked how everything played out. I thought it played out really, really well. There's really not a hole in the movie. Uh, the ending I thought was pretty neat even and uh, sharp, sharply fucking done. Uh, I'm going to give St. Modern 8.5, even though they were too good to give us a screener. I'm going to uh, be honest and say that that was a, that was a really good movie. And if, if you're scared of, certain certain religious types you know if, if, if certain parts of religion freak you out uh there is some freaky shit in here for you it's gonna get you because some of that stuff freaks me out too man uh not all of it i'm not saying all of it but certain people in those religions can tend to freak me the fuck out and mod would be one of them she'd fucking be one of them man i'm telling you so definitely recommend saint mod watch that let me know what you guys think about it not it's far 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 more scary or uh, uncomfortable than it is scary but there's a couple moments of uh, that was kind of fucking weird right there um so yeah definitely recommend those two movies and uh that's it man appreciate you guys again the, vi the video version of this will be on the patreon and we'll also have an early video today on the patreon so check that out and uh it was fun to hang out with you guys for a little bit even though we won't be able to tonight we will see you very fucking soon if you're new to the channel click that subscribe button and all that good shit give us the reviews on the podcast that shit really helps sharing helps and uh we fucking love you y'all have a great weekend i had a sister named judith she had sex with this kid it all ended awkwardly quick you know i stabbed her in the tits i know probably wasn't cool of me but i just went crazy you see my middle name is audrey
girl named Lori Her friends all said she was boring It all happened awkwardly quick You know, I murdered all those kids Step one, choke you in the car Step two, pinbop to the door Step three, dress up like a ghost Step four, strangle Linda with the phone Step six, you got me shot six times. Step seven, now who's the bad guy? Step eight.